0: Sorry, folks. Just take me a that to get ordered. Thank you very much for your warm welcome here today. It's it's nice for us to be with you uh, in this service today. Um, you know, life is a big story, isn't it? And each of us have a story to tell of how God has been working in our lives. For us. This is, uh, in many ways, a new start because our last-born son, Samuel, he's now finished in Kenya, and he will remain here in Northern Ireland. So Mary and I will be going back, God willing, at the end of September, just the two of us. And life will be very different because we'll no longer be working around the dates of the school opening and closing. So uh, we'd value prayer for Samuel uh, as he goes on to a new chapter in his life and starts Uh, University here in Northern Ireland and we want to thank you sincerely for your prayers and support over the years as you've made this journey with us uh, as we have worked with the Maasai in So I want to thank you for that. Just also um, we've left some cards at the out in the hall there on the table if you want to you can follow us on Instagram and there's a web page as well where you can see the latest videos and pictures so, anyway, um, I just want to say, this. <coughs> I suppose as I get older, I want to say thank you to God more and more just for life and how that he has provided for us and protected us in so many ways. And, you know, as we were reading from the psalm uh, here today, I'm just reminded that we should be thankful in every occasion. And there are so many times in our life that we get into difficulties and we complain. But really what God wants us to do is is to say thank you and to call out to him and praise him for the way that he deals with the situation in our life. So... Usually when we come back and we're speaking in churches, we talk quite a lot about um, the church itself that we've planted there, or the churches, I should say, and how the people are are growing and things are improving, and just how the spiritual side of life for the Mass Is is moving on day by day. But this time we felt the Lord wanted us to take a different approach to it and try and open up for you the world outside of the church. From let's say Monday to Saturday, because our outreach is ongoing all of the time, and there are practical things that God brings into our life that we use—or sorry, God uses—for to reach into the hearts and lives of the people around us. So, I really, Mary and I want to share some stories uh, of how, in the last four weeks before we left, really from Olkinye, of what God was doing through us penetrate into people's lives and i I think the emphasis is here that our everyday life and the the things that seem unimportant to us are very important to god and god allows them to happen so that he can be glorified if that makes sense to you so let's have a look at the first slide here philip this is simply a picture of the the excavator, the digger that Mary and I operate on the mission field. Now, so for some people, it might seem like a strange thing to use to reach people, but believe you me, God has used this in amazing ways. What was happening before we left? We had started a project with the little primary school that we we support, we sponsor as a mission, and we decided that we would bring some containers in for to help. Uh, just to expand the skills so we could do a classroom with a 40 foot one and a library with a 20 foot one and a store and small office with another 20 foot one now you may think well that's not such a big big thing but for us to get it in we had to actually make three kilometres of a road uh, to allow the articulated lorry to actually come with those containers now two of them we already had in the village of oil on a piece of property there that belongs to the church but the other actually was coming down from um, Nairobi so as we're making this road we're doing it I'll just stay with the digger a minute. as we're making the road um, we're doing it together with the school and with the members of the community so this is a big effort from everybody we had we actually ended up digging three dams to get material To fill in the holes and things and pulled out quite a number of trees and things to make way through Um, but one of the things that was so nice about this was that that there you can see the machine sitting sideways and a car rolls up and the man says to mary we know that god has brought you here for this and we are so grateful that you're here to help and that you're doing this and you know that's a wonderful thing that someone is actually giving thanks to god for a simple thing well it wasn't that easy but for a road being made to help these people in the future not just this lorry to get through but this will open up the way for people to access out of uh, get access out of uh, to the village so it's just, just saying thank you to god for what we were doing there <coughs> let's move on now getting this lorry in uh, was was not so easy but eventually we finished the road and we got it there but yet again <coughs> I want to just point out that we had paid for this lorry to bring a container all the way from Nairobi, but unfortunately the agent that we had paid to do this job for us only paid the transport company, uh, not all the money, let's put it that way, and we were left the day that it was supposed to come. We were in the digger, finishing off a few things round the school, and I got a phone call to say that the lorry had stopped 80 kilometres short of its journey because they hadn't been paid the full amount of money. What do you do in a situation like that? Because we have all these little children waiting, expecting this to happen, because it was a big thing for them to see these classrooms arrive, these containers to come. And yet, someone had been greedy and hadn't paid the right amount of money. And there in the cab of the digger, Mary and I, we cried out to the Lord, And we asked the Lord, what should we do in this situation? For we we want you to be glorified. We don't want to dishonor you with this. And it was clear to us that we should honor the payment and then have the lorry come in. Sometimes we end up having difficult situations in our lives where we want to resist and we want to fight and we want to kick against it. But we must remember when we bear Jesus' name that we must do what will honor God, even if it hurts, And there in that digger, we realized that we were to honor the Lord, uh, that he would be glorified. So we requested the lorry to come in, and we guaranteed that it would be paid, and that, um, that they would not lose out in any way. And the man agreed, and he brought the vehicle all the way in. You know, the wonderful thing out of that was, one, we were in an hour of need, and we cried out to the Lord. And then we praised the Lord for what he would do. And it turned out the driver was actually a born-again man. He was a Presbyterian, which makes all the difference, doesn't it? And his boss, the actual owner of the company, was a Presbyterian man as well. And they've agreed with us in the future to help us with other projects where we would need containers delivered. So God had a plan in all of that. Isn't that amazing how God goes before us, even before we ask? Let's move on. So the other problem that we faced through those weeks just before we left was actually getting all our materials up into the mission. And you can see in the picture with the lorry that's stuck there. That's a river crossing that Mary and I had fixed with the digger prior to them coming in. And uh, we always said, please don't make deliveries if there's been any rain course they always come when after it rains and that's a 14-ton laureate that's got stuck again a situation where you could lose your cool and you could get upset but God gives us these difficulties in life just to see how we react to it the psalmist reminds us that we are to just praise the Lord and we are to seek his face in every situation and that's what we're learning to do we want to say thank you god the lorry is stuck thank you that we really didn't need that and we thank you for the fact you're going to help us to get this out of here and you know we did and um, i don't know philip are we going to be able to see the video i yeah. uh, later after that. so hopefully in the video we we'll see these lorries coming out and the lord helping us to get that done the important thing is that we never dishonor the Lord by our actions, by our words, by the, the way we respond to these difficult situations. Because, you see, the devil is always, always going to try and trip us up. He wants to see us fall face down in the mud, but God doesn't want us to do that. You see, the most important thing is in our daily life that we glorify God in what we're doing so then also in the other picture you can see the, the diggers there and we're dropping off some materials and wood. We had some glass coming in. Now you might think, hey, that's not a big thing. Who cares about that? But it is a big thing because we never transported glass all the way across those rough roads before. And to get that glass there without breaking, we had to level everything out. And whenever the glass arrived, the I thought, this is amazing. They never seen double glazed glass before. Let's move on to the next slide. There's the man fitting the windows and doors in, and as they saw the glass being put in, they thought, "Wow!" And then they saw this this moving pane of glass from side to side. Wow! Like you and I think nothing of that because our houses are fitted with these things, but they never seen it before, and it was a wonderful thing. And we just thank God that we were able to do that and to just make something special and different. Let's move on. Now, I want to talk very briefly about this here. One of the other projects that we were running at the same time as the school development was a water project. Because, as you will have know from the past, that the Maasais, when the drought comes, have to move their animals very far away uh, and leave their homes to find water. So, we decided we would build a water trough for the animals so that the, they would get water. And we put in 40,000 litres of storage from the borehole which means then that the women also can come and collect water safely at that water point. Now, those of you who have worked with concrete know that you can't leave it when you start to pour. But yet again, the devil likes to throw a spanner in the works. So we're pouring the concrete. I get a phone call. Hey, Gary, can you come and help us? We have another lorry stuck out in the plains. And they just think you drop everything and you just go. And I say, Lord, what do we do? So, we felt we had to finish the poor, and then we went to fetch this lorry. And again, the Lord's good because it was a nice Christian man, and he understood. But it was an opportunity for us to share the love of Jesus Christ with the other men around us, and to glorify God. Now, this, the water tanks are important because one of those water tanks th- we bought three, and one was not on the mission already and whenever we were fitting all the pipes i think we made all of the structure ourselves and the pipe work was about 180 pieces all had to be put together and we were putting the pipes into the tanks and in the morning time and we only had a a window of opportunity before the sun would come up and get too hot but when we come to do the first tank we realized that the ladder wouldn't go down inside and to cut the tank to get it in would destroy the strength of the tank. The other problem was I was too fat and I couldn't fit in. You'd say, "Guy, did you not think about that before you started? Well, yes, I did. I checked the other three, but I didn't check that one. So what we did was we got some buckets, because you have to improvise sometimes in life, don't you? So we got some buckets, we tied them together, dropped them down in, and then I dropped down in. Now, you may have noticed as I was climbing up in here, I'm not very tall either so when i dropped down in and put the buckets on top of each other i still had to jump up about 16 inches or so to get to the top of the tank to get out again that wasn't a problem when we started connecting up the fittings we realized the top one was not going in as it should so i had to go out and in two or three times to help mary and the men to get exactly right by the time i got in the third time the temperatures had rose in the tank and I was too exhausted to get out of the tank by myself. And what do I do in that situation? Because, number one, I don't like small spaces. Number two, I was ready to just fall on the ground. It was just too hot inside. And Mary's outside with the men, and they're trying to organise straps and things to put to the the quad to try and pull me up out. But there was no way that they could have got me out without maybe hurting me as well. And the digger was too far away for her to go get it, and there wasn't enough time. And I cried out to the Lord, and I says, Lord, I need you to help me to get out of this situation that I'm in because I'm too weak in myself, and I need you to give me the strength to do it. You know, that's what God wants. He allows us to get into situations that are just too difficult for us to deal with ourselves. And he wants us to thank him for it, and he wants us to trust him with it, and he wants us to praise him in the midst of it all I tell you I was really sweating I was in a very bad situation and after I prayed I opened my eyes and I got up onto those two buckets I looked up through the hole and I'm thinking "Ah," and I jumped I grabbed it and I knew it was the grace of God and God gave me the strength to get my head up through there and get some air and pull myself up out of it and you know <laughs> the Maasai men very, very happy to see me come out of that hole but it was just a very wonderful example of how God helps us in our moment of need it took me about 30 minutes to get around before we went and done anymore but you see the, the everyday things that we do are important because God wants to be part of those everyday things, he doesn't actually want us to be in difficult situations before we call out to him he wants to be part of every moment of our life
1: On this <coughs> next slide. Well, it's not a slide actually, it's a video. Can it play? So these are safari ants that you're looking at. Um, they're at our house. Some of them you can see are quite small, and uh, some were massive. <laughs> and so they came in, and uh, this video clip here is Gary outside as they're all starting to congregate around our house and there was thousands upon thousands of them came into our house and uh, they came through the roof they came through the windows and they came below the doors Um, and they came in such vast numbers that well (laughs) we immediately cried out to the Lord because normally we see safari ants are not an issue they uh, are actually fascinating creatures the way God has created them they all work together they make tunnels and ones go in below uh, and do all their work but whenever they come on mass like this well then you're the victim and they come over you and they bite and to give you an example if a Maasai years gone by got cut uh, they took the soldier ants the big ones um, used their pinchers as staples and broke the body and that way they held the big gash together so that's how powerful their pinchers are so these things were grabbing onto us and biting us and we were in a lot of pain so we were really calling out to the lord to please help us so we asked other people to pray as well and lo and behold the ants for no known reason went out of our house at 1am in the morning but god took them out and we know he did because the ants stayed around our house for over a week afterwards. So it didn't matter. We've three doors at our house and it didn't matter what door you went out, they were there. And we have since found out, like Gary came in and he says, Oh, there's millions, and I goes, Oh, there couldn't be millions. Well, actually, whenever they move in mass like that, they can move up to 20 million. So, yes, everywhere you looked and you could hear the trees moving, and it was just ants everywhere. So we we're in a situation, what do you do? We're not exactly fans of these creatures, think they're fascinating, but biting you like that. We called out to the Lord and he did hear and he did answer. But you know, it was four days later whenever I was complaining to the Lord about the fact that I was being bit as I was hanging out the clothes every day, that it suddenly dawned on me how amazing our God was. Because he's all-powerful. Our house is the thing that had the food in it, yet we didn't have one ant in our house. They were all outside. They were all there continually wanting to bite and nibble at you every time you went out the door. But he kept them from coming in. And, you know, we just stood in awe of this amazing God that we serve, that he, this is who he is. He can keep millions of ants outside your home and not enter and protect you and keep you safe. And to this day, I stand in awe of who he is and that he would take such care for people like us because the truth of the matter is we're not anything special we're just uh we're an ordinary family went out to Kenya and in truth um, whenever we read God's word we would say we're the base things that God has used and yet here he was hearing these pathetic creatures whom he loves and adores cry out to him and say please can you keep these ants outside and he did and so all of a sudden when I would go out and see the ants and they would start biting at my feet I'd be amazed at what God was doing and I could praise him I should have been praising him days earlier but I didn't but I realized and I started to thank and praise who this God was that he kept them there and then all of a sudden Monday they were all gone just a few were left around our mission And so uh, we want to thank you for praying, uh, not just for us, but for God's work that's there. But we also want to thank God that he's actually a really awesome and powerful God who does hear and answer amazingly in prayer.
0: So, Philip, is there another slide there? the story that we've read today about paul's tremendous conversion on the road to damascus it's wonderful to realize that paul had compassion on the men who were hurling insults at him and who wanted him to be taken away It reminds us that we also should have compassion on the people around us because people who don't know jesus christ and who haven't experienced the love that he has for them they need to, we need to have compassion for them and to show them God's love. And I think it's in the everyday, mundane things that we do, that's how we can show God's love best, by how we respond to the things that happen, the circumstances that God allows to happen. That's how we glorify God. That's how we show Jesus' love to the community outside of this building. I think it's wonderful, so it is, that Ananias says to Paul that you're to be a witness of what you've seen and what you've heard. You know, we are to be witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ, of what we've seen and what we've heard in our lives. And sometimes we go through difficult things, for sure, but we're to glorify God, we're to praise Him, we're to worship Him, because He's, he's got us in, a, us in His hand You know, and it's lovely the way that Ananias says to Paul, Arise, get up, get to it, go get baptized, get to work. I think that's the same for us. We're to arise, we're to get up, we're to go witness for the Lord Jesus Christ of what he has done. Over the years, we've watched these people, these lovely people, come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, and they have learned from the scriptures. How they are to live and how they have to change and you know what they go out today and they witness of what they have seen and what they have heard and today they try to plant churches too and they try to disciple people for the lord jesus christ i just want to encourage you today whatever your job is wherever you go whatever circumstances god brings into your life let god use that to bring the other people to him glorify him if this video plays it'll give a summary of what we've been doing over these last few weeks that's okay there's just no sound at the start now Just like to say thank you very much.